Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. two weeks, we have been studying the subject of relationships, the value of godly relationships. And specifically, we talked about those relationships which have been brought together by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. We are speaking about spiritual relationships. Here are some questions that I would like to answer in this study. The first one is, how do we find the people with whom God relationally connected us to? How do we find the people with whom God relationally connected us to? The next question, what are the benefits of such relationships? What are the benefits of such relationships? What should our attitude be towards them? And finally, how do I know I am in the right church or the right ministry or the right place, the right family that God has ordained for me? How can I know that? Well, hopefully we will answer all of these questions, but in order to do that, we need to look to the Word of God. And this brings me to the principle which I would like to expound on today and hopefully we'll pick up next week and conclude it. The principle I want to teach on today is called alignment and positioning. Alignment and positioning. So if you're taking notes, this is the title of my message. Alignment and Positioning from a Biblical Perspective. Spiritual alignment is one of the foundational principles in the kingdom of God. And the purpose of this teaching is to communicate to us a clear understanding of the value and the importance of this very principle. In doing so, I believe you will be helped to find your rightful place within the body of Christ and receive the blessing and the benefits which flow from being rightly aligned and rightly positioned within the body of Christ. Now, those of you know, those of you who have found your place in the body of Christ know what a blessing it is to know that you are in the right place that this is where God placed you. These are the people that he has called you to covenant with, to join with, and to walk together in order to accomplish the God-given mission of the spiritual family you are part of. So those of you who have found your place, you need to learn also how to maintain 
keep and protect that position, fighting the good fight of faith and resisting the devil who is always endeavoring through his cunning devices to cast you down or to move you out of alignment, out of positioning in order to hamper your spiritual growth and probably sever your divine destiny. Now, the psalmist said in Psalm 62 and verse 4, speaking of those enemies who are always at work endeavoring to move us out of our rightful place, out of our spiritual position that God has given us, he says the following, they plan to topple me from my high position. That's one of the enemy's um, uh, 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 attacks. He attacks relationships and endeavors to sever those relationships which are destined to be a blessing to you and to take you and encourage you on your journey of faith. Now, the word alignment means, and if you're taking notes, it's good to write this down. It means adjustment. It also means arrangement. It also means order or positioning. So the word alignment means adjustment, arrangement, order, or positioning. So when we speak of spiritual alignment, we are speaking about how God has positioned and aligned us with the rest of his body. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 says the following in the Amplified. But as it is, God has placed and arranged the limbs and organs in the body, each particular one of them, just as he wished and saw fit and with the best adaptation. The new King James says, but now God has set the members each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. Now, this verse of scripture tells us that God himself is the one who chooses your placing and arranges your positioning or alignment in the family of his choice or in the church of his choice. You don't get to choose where your spiritual family is. God chooses that for you. That's what this scripture says. Psalm 68 verse 6 says, God places the lonely in families. Now, the Lord Jesus called us not only to believe in him, but also to belong. So finding your place of belonging and remaining in that place is the key to your spiritual growth, to fulfilling your destiny, as well as your God-given purpose. Just as there are natural families, there are also spiritual families, which we call churches. It's important for you to understand that, in which God the Father places you in for your spiritual growth, for your divine protection, for your training, 
and your discipleship. It's important for you to understand that God has a specific place for you to be covered, to be educated, to be protected, and to be trained and ultimately released into your God-given assignments. Now, just as in the natural family, so it is in the spiritual family. Pastors also need to find their alignment as well and connect with those whom God has chosen for them to connect for added impartation, wisdom, and covering from those connections. Now, not being committed or being part of a spiritual family leaves you vulnerable for all manner of attacks from the enemy because he is looking for people who are out of place, out of alignment, out of covering, who are on their own without being covered, spiritually speaking, or protected. You see, no matter how far you are from me or from one another, there is no such a thing as distance in the spirit. If you're part of this family, you have an invisible covering that goes with you wherever you go. God promised that he will put a cloud of glory over every assembly. It's important that every single one of us be committed or aligned to the spiritual family that God has ordained for us to be part of. Now, as we've just read, God chooses your placing as well as your individual positioning in the family of his choice. Now, in the beginning, you may not like his choice, but if you submit to his will, the end result will be glorious. You will grow, you will prosper, you will be blessed, and the favor of the Lord will be upon you because you are found in the place where God placed you. Let me tell you something. Greatness has nothing to do with who you are individually, but it has to do where you're supposed to be and do what you're supposed to be doing. That's where the greatness is. Now, God knows what you need to fulfill your purpose in life, and he also knows which family will serve you best in accomplishing that purpose. This is called placement, and as I've explained, spiritual alignment. You know, some people, they sit in churches for many years without any growth, without any evidence of fruit bearing, but yet they sit there uh, because either because their parents were part of that church or, or because their tradition says so, or because it's comfortable or because it's around the corner from my house. You know, you need to seek God, every one of us, and ask him, have a conversation with him. Lord, where is my spiritual family? Where do I belong? Where did you arrange for me to be placed? And God will minister to you. He will show you. Now, we see this principle all throughout the scriptures, both in the Old as well as in the New Covenant. We read that in the Old Testament, the mighty men aligned themselves with David. That was long before he became a king. And they helped him to become king. 
Some of these mighty men were warriors experienced in battle. And the word says they came to David. David didn't go look for them. They came to him because they were led by the Spirit of God to come and they recognized who David was. Others also came to David and those were in distress. They were in debt. They were discontented. They were the down and outs, as we would say today. But as they joined with David and aligned with him, and as they walked with him and fought with him, they became the mighty men of courage and valor, and their lives were restored. The word also tells us that Joshua aligned himself with Moses. He looked up to him. He submitted and learned from him. He served Moses with all of his heart. And when Moses died, Joshua stepped into his shoes and led the people of Israel into the promised land. We also see another example here with Elisha aligning with Elijah. Not for what he could get from Elijah, but how he could serve him. And from one city to the next, the Bible tells us that Elisha followed Elijah being taught and trained by him. They became inseparable. It took a flaming chariot, the scripture says, to separate them. And at the end of his training, Elisha received a double portion of Elijah's anointing. We also see in the New Covenant, the disciples aligned with Jesus. They were committed to him. They were taught and trained by him. And at the end of the training period, they were released and commissioned by the Lord to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. We also see Timothy. He aligned with Paul. Paul calls him his beloved son. They had such a beautiful relationship, which we call father and son relationship. And when Paul talks about Timothy, he says, for this reason, I'm sending to you Corinthians Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. Basically, what I've learned through the scriptures and through my own personal experience for many years, you don't get anywhere without aligning with someone who is called and anointed by God to take you there. You cannot get there by yourself. Somebody has to take you there. The group of people that you align yourself to, that you relate to, they help you to fulfill your destiny, to strengthen and encourage your faith, and take you places where you cannot get in just by yourself. Now, what does this all mean when we speak of alignment and, co and commitment and, and being positioned in the right place? You see, when we align ourselves with a group of people, we enter into what we call a committed relationship. We link ourselves to them. We walk with them. We rejoice when they rejoice. We cry when they cry. We are one body, Jesus said. We learn from them. And 
we make uh, or we build such relationships and friendships with that group of people that we are part of that we can become vulnerable to and become accountable to. And the result, when you do that from the heart, the anointing that rests on that particular spiritual family begins to flow into you. And the same anointing will produce in you what produced and accomplished in those you are aligned to. Are you with me so far? Praise the Lord. Now, <clears throat> the blessing of provision, protection, restoration, and fruitfulness is always found in the place where you are supposed to be. It is being positioned and aligned with those whom God placed you with. We see Ruth in the Old Covenant. It's a beautiful story of Ruth and Naomi. How her alignment to Naomi brought her face to face with destiny. Her connection and covenant with Naomi led her to Boaz, who, of course, married her later on and gave birth to Obed, the grandfather of King David. And we see in this beautiful story, and I encourage you to read it for yourself, we see how Naomi tried several times to discourage Ruth from following her and saying to her, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Please return after your sister-in-law. But listen to what Ruth said to Naomi. Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. You see her commitment. She understood covenant. And Ruth understood something which, unfortunately, most Christians fail to understand today. And it is this. She understood covenant, she understood commitment, and she understood that if God aligns and connects you to someone or to a group of people, you honor that alignment through good times and bad times. The only time you leave that alignment is when the word of the Lord commissions you to do so. And it happens sometimes, but I would say not as much as some Christians profess or they say. The word of God says when God commissions you to leave that alignment, he will do so. You will do so as you go out with joy and be led forth with peace, not in offense, not in bitterness, not in argument and so on and so forth. When God releases you, there is peace, there is joy in your heart when he releases you from a certain alignment. Now, being aligned 
and also being found in the wrong place can be detrimental in us fulfilling our purpose. Not because there's something wrong with those we are aligned to, but because it might not be the family that God has joined you to. Example, for instance, Jonathan. You know the story of Jonathan. Jonathan was a covenant brother to David. They were close together. They walked together. They, they shared meals together. They fought in battle together. But when Jonathan was tested and pushed, he chose to align to his father rather than to his covenant relationship with David. You see, Saul became disobedient to God and an evil spirit came upon him and nothing went right for him after that. Now, the end result of Jonathan aligning with his father, Saul, who was out of the will of God, it ended in Jonathan dying prematurely. He died in battle with his father. That's a tragic, tragic story. I heard someone say once that Christianity is very simple. All you need to know are three things. Number one, whose you are. Number two, what are you called to do? And number three, who are you called to do it with? You can answer those three questions. You're in a good place. Now, let me say something very profound. Because some people think that a spiritual family or a church is a building. Church is not a building. So finding your place is not so much a geographical location, but a spiritual habitation. It's a dwelling place in the spirit prepared just for you. I want to say that again because it's very, very important. Many believers don't understand this. Finding your place is not so much a geographical location, but a spiritual habitation, a dwelling place in the spirit prepared just for you. Now, this place is called family. Just there are, as there are natural families, there are spiritual families. So this place is called a church. God has established for each one of his children a good place to live and abiding. It is a place of belonging. It's a place of protection. It's a place of provision. It's a covering that God has prepared for you, a spiritual covering, as well as the place of your spiritual inheritance. Now, Psalm 16, verse 5 and 6 says, O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. Now, family and spiritual relationships transcend distance. They transcend race. 
or nationality. And in this particular family called Alpha and Omega, we have members who are scattered abroad in other countries, in other nations. They're far away from us, physically speaking, but not spiritually. But they are just as part of this family as others who live next door to me, so to speak. Because there's no distance in the spirit. Our connection is spiritual. It is not natural or physical. And spiritual relationships, I would say, it's much thicker than blood, than natural relationships. It is much stronger because it is God that brought us together and not by the will of man or by the will of the flesh. Scripture will tell you that. Now, these people who are far away, but they part of this spiritual family, they have embraced the spirit or the ethos or the values of the spiritual family. They have embraced the mission and the purpose of this ministry as their own purpose. They are nurtured. They are taken care of spiritually. They shepherd it. And they spiritually covered by this ministry, regardless where they live. They can live next door or they can live across the oceans. But spiritually speaking, we are connected because the word of the Lord has brought us together. Now, we have been brought together by the word of God. And our connection is by and through the spirit Family, spiritual family, is also a place of instruction and training. It's a place where you receive revelation knowledge, a place where you receive support and encouragement. It is a safe place in which you can grow, in which you can develop as you exercise your gifts and talents given to you by God. And the family usually has a name. This family is called Alpha and Omega taken from the book of Revelation, that Jesus said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, first and the last. It also has a God-given purpose that is given to it by God with a specific mandate to accomplish. This God-given mandate is so much greater than one person to fulfill. It will take the support as well as the active participation of every member of this family to fulfill. And it's important for you to understand that. It's not my ministry. It's our ministry. It's not my commission. It's our commission that God has given us to fulfill our mandate. I have a part to play, but you have a part to play. And your part might not be the same as mine. I'm the mouth. That's my gift. That's my strongest gift. That's what God anointed me with. You might be the hands or the feet. Amen. You might be the eyes, the prophetic eyes. You might be the one who is behind the scenes interceding and praying. God may have anointed you in such a way where you have an ability to create wealth to support this family financially. That's a gift that God has given you. 
The Bible talks of seven different ministries that exist within a spiritual family. And it begins with teaching and exhortation and mercy and, um, and leadership and generosity, seven different gifts. And we found, or seven different ministries, and we find that in Romans chapter 12. Now, the important question is this. How can I know I am in the right place? Or how can I know I am led to the right spiritual family? First of all, this is one indication. You will experience God's peace. You will have peace in your heart. You may not have heard a word, but you will know in your heart. This is where my family, you will have that witness of the spirit or that peace. And the Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are in the right place God has prepared for you. The same spirit that led you to Christ and got you born again is the same spirit that will lead you to your rightful habitation. And in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, I want to give you an illustration, and I think we'll conclude with this. We see how this is done, how we are joined together by the word of the Lord and by the spirit of the Lord. And I'm going to read a portion of scripture from Ezekiel, chapter 37. If you are unfamiliar with this verse of scripture or with this portion of scripture, I encourage you to look it up. Ezekiel 37, verse 1 through 10. And the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And I will put sinews on you and will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So as I, I prophesied, as I was commanded, now listen to what he says. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. How did the bones come together? By the word of the Lord. Who brought the bones together? The spirit of the living God as Ezekiel prophesied the word of God. Now, let me say this in conclusion, and we will end it here. We'll pick it up next week. As a testimony to the word of God, every person, and I say every person, that is truly connected and aligned to this ministry is a result of the word they heard preached or taught from this ministry. And some of you, I see Nikki shaking her head. <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about. Who brought you to this family? 
the word that proceedeth out of this ministry. The word of God delivered by the spirit of God brought you to this family. And it is the word of God that will keep you in this family and will cause you to grow and prosper if you remain in your position and in the place where God placed you. Amen. Are you there? So if you have any questions, ask yourself, do I have the peace? Am I in the right spiritual family? Am I growing spiritually? Who brought me? Well, your friend might have brought you to church, but it's not your friend who kept you there. It's the word that proceedeth out of the mouth of this ministry. And by the spirit, we were brought together into a spiritual habitation. There God has given us a mission. He has given us a mandate to fulfill. And this is what we are doing. So we will end it up there. And uh, I'm going to close now in prayer. And of course, I'm going to open it up. If anything has struck your spirit and you would like to share, you're welcome to. We have a few minutes. Otherwise, you don't have to. No pressure. So, Father, we give thanks to you for the word of God, the spirit of God that has brought us together, that has joined and aligned us to you and to this spiritual family. We forever grateful for the salvation that you've given us through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I pray, my heavenly father, that as the word of the Lord that brought us together, I commit my spiritual family, wherever they may be, in whatever continent they might be, I commit them to you today and to the word of your grace, which is able to build them up and to give them an inheritance among those who are sanctified. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.